listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. Yeah, I don't think I'm the most graceful person in the world. Yeah, so I don't understand exactly. Well, I was trying to be, you know, like I want to feel like very good about myself this next summer. Uh, you know, I want to like be in shape for bathing suit season. And let me just say I'm very grateful that I don't own a cat because I was afraid when I fell over today that it might have eaten my face. <laughs> well, that is a distinct possibility. That it someone... is. It happens. I mean, I know this well enough to know that it happens. Uh, on average, 20% of people who own cats will have their face. Lie day was yesterday. Point. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. You can't do that again I read today. it on the internet. You no. have to believe it. <laughs> Hello. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, of course, you're listening live to Fun Employment Radio. Well, if you are right now mm-hmm. or you're listening via podcast. Podcast, but we are live five days a week out of the uh, out of our Portland studios, our Portland Oregon studios, Portland Oregon studios, <laughs> and of course you can download the podcast every day as well. And thank you for doing so. We've got we've got a huge show coming up. Today. We do. We've got a lot to get through, and we do want to say here just right off the bat, we're going to be joined by one of our newest sponsors today, mm-hmm. and actually. Two of them. It's a twosome. It's a twosome. So, so if you've lived in Portland for any amount of time, you will have he- heard their names before. Yes. Uh, they, They're synonymous with Portland and with the outdoors. And their names are Deke and Brian, and they are the owners of Next Adventure, which is a fantastic uh, outdoor store that they, they sell everything that you could ever want to, for outdoors, like uh, camping gear, uh, skis, anything you can think of, coats, used clothing. All of it is amazing, and honestly, I have been a fan of their store for as long as I've been Oh, I know you have been. I love their store, and I'm so excited that they're coming on board as sponsors. They're going to be joining us here in just a little bit, so we'll uh, we'll let them explain everything else, but I'm very, very excited to have them on. as am I. Oh, seriously. I've I've been bragging (laughs) to my friends, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, you like Next Adventure? Yeah, they're going to be sponsors. It's no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. They're just sponsoring Fun Employment Radio. Well, and it's cool, because we've met Brian before, but we've never met Deke and they've yeah. been longtime friends and you know they obviously have a business together right so uh, we're kind of because they've been in Portland for years so we're mm-hmm. going to get the backstory and yeah. find out all all the exciting stuff that's happening and with they're, that. they're quite the characters so mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be awesome uh, it's being asked to do uh, next adventure do they sell a Ricketts Fest kit oh maybe we can talk to them oh about that. maybe they can put one together talk for about you marketing that you yeah. never know <laughs> I don't know I don't know what the legalities are of marketing a Ricketts Fest kit but uh, we'll we'll see what we can come up with for that one but so so what were you talking about sir? so you all right, fell so Greg, over what I'm saying is that I'm might not be the most graceful person, but God damn it, I try to keep in shape. This is what I'm trying to do. You know, of course, we've been running because we're doing the Shamrock Run. Oh, dear God, that's coming up in like five days. Yes. Uh, so we're doing that. Also, like I want to be I wanted to start toning my core. If you will Toning your core Toning my core You're starting to sound like Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Well you know what Sometimes he gets it right And I decided Because like, I am not I am not ready to give up On, on bikinis yet On bikinis yet I am not ready to I'm not ready for me Just personally I'm not ready for the Full body bathing suit yet I am not giving up On my <laughs> stomach yet I think you should just go Full body bathing suit Like full on Legs to, legs to neck all the way, ankles to neck. Ankles to neck. Yep, do the full on. I would suit. be if that was if that was like a hip thing to wear. Oh my god, 
I would be so happy. <laughs> I would be so happy. It's like less skin, the better. Oh my god, I would be. I could be a bathing suit model at that point. Are you Are you putting like an age limit on yourself for when you can stop wearing bikinis? Or no, but I'm putting a body limit on myself when I like should or should not be wearing one. So like I need to be able to wear it. So this year, like last year, I was saying it, but I was kind of bullshitting, and I kind of like went through the summer not really feeling that good about myself. But this year, I still have like let's see, we're in March, April, May, June. So like I still have like three months in order to get it in check. Okay, so right. that's what I'm doing. So by doing that, because uh, I've been running a lot, but then I realized that, you know, running, you know, it's, it works some of you, but at the same time, you need to start strengthening, strengthening my trouble, my, my trouble spots. Your, your core, as mm-hmm. you say, as though Sarah is an expert in uh, physical fitness. But all right. So, so what is this that you, that you were doing? So I have, so I talked about this before. I've only, so I acquired this from my sister's house like months ago and I've only done it once before, but I'm like, you know what? I remember how much that kicked my ass last time I did it. I'm like, I need to start working different areas of my body so I'm going to do I'm going to wake up this morning and do yoga so I didn't sleep very well last night which I'll talk about in a little bit but um, so I didn't sleep very well so my balance was a little bit off but I had woken up and I had promised myself I was going to do this let me let me ask you had you gotten a full night's sleep would your balance have been on Totally. Right. Totally. Okay. I am just coordinated. I yes. am, I'm like a rock. Great. Usually. You are many things and graceful certainly uh, certainly as applies to above all else. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I so I woke up this morning, I set my alarm, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it. And so I popped in my D V D into my into my MacBook thing and like I figured out how to hook it up to my uh, like to the, my TV and I'm like, all right, here we go. And you know, on the screen pops this like really, you know, buff lady and she's like, Hey, hello and welcome to yoga. Uh, fat burning yoga for beginners. That's just I'm like, oh god. So it's it, you know it's a lot of like you know breathing exercises and doing all this stuff. But at the same time, then it gets more aggressive as you go on. And at one point, you're like going on one leg, like you put your legs out. Sarah's wobbling in her chair. It's what, it's called that. wobbling, and you put your arms up like an X. So basically, your body's making an X, and then you kind of go on one leg and point out like the opposite toe, and then go back down and then squat, and then the next one go on the other leg. And uh-huh. I I kind of lost my balance. Oh God! So I was trying to do this, and I'm trying. I'm just like I'm. I can do this. I'm, my core is strong. I have a strong. You know what a core is, Greg? What, what's your core? It's like your middle part. It's like your trunk. Okay. Like this is the trunk. Like these are our limbs. Here's our trunk. That doesn't make any sense either. That, I would not call that your trunk. Your stomach is what you're talking about. Yes. Well, I mean your stomach and your back, and you know, and, and like your love handles, like everything that you're trying to. You're trying to tone it. You're trying to harden it up. <laughs> So anyway, so I was doing these like rolling X things and I'm doing it and I don't have a lot of space in my apartment as we've talked about, Uh, particularly as I'm facing my apartment. Like the the place where I do my like my punch kicks, Uh um, that's like the length of my apartment, but the width of my apartment's pretty small. Yes. Sarah lives in a studio apartment that's about the size, well, probably about the size of our studio. It's like 10 by 10. (gasps) This is almost exactly what it is. So it's like 10. I I have about 10 feet. Actually, our studio is bigger. It probably is. (laughs) So I have like a double bed. And then there's a space, and then there's a couch. And so I have the space in between my bed and my couch, which is uh, probably about five feet, maybe. I'm being I'm being very forgiving there. Probably like, not very much room, but that's the this only room that I have. The, in between the piles of clothes? No, I, I cleaned last night. I didn't have any piles of clothes, which is why I was like, no excuse to not get up and do fat-burning yoga for beginners. Okay, so you're dancing around for the, dummies, pi- the piles me. of dishes. So No, I did my dishes, too. My okay, apartment's very right, clean. Right. So, I did, so I woke up, and I'm just like, I'm feeling, you know, this is the day that everything, you know, I, I change everything. I'm going to get up in the mornings and do fucking yoga. Right. That's going to be my thing. Mm-hmm. So, I ended, so I'm doing the rolling X things, and I tripped because my foot caught on one part of my carpet because I have like a, a laying down carpet uh-huh. in the middle of my floor and I tripped on one part of my carpet and just went 
flying and fell. Thank God, I'm. It's so small that everything's squishy on either side. But I kind of tripped and fell face first onto my bed. As the lady's like going like, you're doing great, everybody, woo, you're, you're looking so good. So I fell, and I kind of hit my knee for a second. I wasn't feeling well. I laid there for a second. I'm like, this is one moment I'm actually grateful because I almost hit my head. I'm like, I could have knocked myself out, and then if I would have gotten that damn cat, it probably would have started eating my face. It's prob- probably. It's probably, would you say, it's 20% likely to eat my Twi- face? 20% of cat owners usually have their faces eaten in general. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a statistic. I mean, I'm kind of gathering that from stories I've seen online, but I, I pretty much assume that. Yeah. Yeah, my so, roommate has a cat. I'm pretty sure that cat would not hesitate to eat my face. Oh, Marvel would out. totally eat yeah, your face. Uh, totally. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's, that's no question. But yeah, so I kind of like almost knocked myself out doing yoga this morning. But then I, I, I picked myself back up off of, my, off of my bed and dusted myself off and kept on going. Well, you are certainly graceful, Sarah. I, Absolutely. I certainly am. You know, myself, obviously, I'm always known as being quite, uh, quite graceful, quite elegant when I walk around. A lot oh of people God. describe it as that. Seriously, that's why people talk about you having like mountain man, like hairy feet, just like sturdy to the earth man. No. I'm it, not saying, I'm saying you're sturdy. You, I, you're kind of sturdy. sturdy. Yeah, you're try, not graceful. Try and knock me over, bro. No, I mean, I am not. Uh, I am not an elegant person. I'll, I'll just get this out there. I'm, I'm confessing to something that most sure. people probably didn't. didn't no, this gather. is like something that nobody would have ever been able to if tell they, about. Li- you. If they listen to this show, it's most like of them would true assume. admissions. Yeah, yeah, true confessions here. I'm, I'm taking back the curtain just a little bit. I'm not elegant um, because uh, I, I actually had an instance with this over the weekend, where so I have uh, right now. I have. Two phones, or I had, because I have my Verizon account, which is my old phone, which that runs out at the end of this month, where I'm going to be switching over to to our new sponsor, Metro PCS, which is fantastic. And right now, I have one of their phones with a separate number, and then I'm going to be transferring over my real number to Mm. this, to the Metro PCS phone. Now, the Metro PCS phone happens to be completely waterproof. It is. Which is awesome. My old phone with Verizon, the one I have been using with my regular number... Not so waterproof. And I found that out this weekend when I was uh, at an establishment on Friday oh, please night. please tell me you forgot which phone you were using and thought you were using the waterproof one. No, it wasn't quite like that. Okay. But I was using my regular old Verizon phone, the piece of crap, and I uh, was at an establishment outside and they had one of those like water stations, you know, where there's just like, a, it's just a big tub of water. Oh, like a tub of water where you can like use the thing and yeah, then you pour, can pour yourself your, a cup of water. Pour yourself a cup of water. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a lid on it. And I was reaching over to pay my tab, and so I just set my phone on the lid. Well, lo and behold, you shouldn't do that because those lids aren't very secure, and just it fell right away and just blunk. There went right my phone into this big tub of water, drinking water for everyone else too, mind you. That was then ruined because my phone was dunked completely in it. Greg, isn't it on a table or something? Couldn't you have set it on a table next to the uh, body of water? I suppose there were other options <laughs> that I could have done instead of uh, setting placing it, onto it that. right on top of a body of water and hoping for the best. Yep, and so it fell completely in there, and uh, the That's phone like putting it on a pool cover almost, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So the phone is completely ruined. Um, so that is my my regular phone number, uh, which uh, most people know how to get a hold of me on. I'm going to be transferring that number over to my Metro one. So I will have that number back. <laughs> but as of right now, anyone who's calling my regular phone number is not getting a hold of me because it doesn't work. I have been It'll trying to ring. call you, but then it just goes right to like, hi, this is Greg Nippler. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh what? I'm like, oh. No, I can plug it in and it'll turn on. And I tried, yep, I tried the bag of rice thing. I tried everything. It's just fried. I mean, it was on its way out anyway, but the touchscreen's completely broke, so I can't unlock it. I can tell when people are calling me. I can see the, the call come <laughs> they up. They can taunt you with I can't the answer phone it. calls. When I get a text message in, it'll because I'll turn it on every now and then just to see if maybe it'll start working. And I'll hear the ding, ding, you know, a text message. 
no idea who it is. No idea who's trying to get a hold of me. Uh oh, not a clue. Oh god, what if it's like an acting gig? Yeah, thank you. That's that's you know oh, one didn't. thing that's been keeping me up at night. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, but uh, I'm going to be meeting up with Metro so I can transfer over my my real number to the uh, new phone and get that all taken care of. But yes, if you've been trying to get a hold of me on my uh, old number, um, it's not going to work. Okay. Not there. Send me a, send me a message on Facebook. I'll give you my temporary number. I was going to say, can't you forward your own phone to your new number? But you can't. You'd have to be able to sure, turn on I, your phone. Sure, I could do that if I could log into my phone. Yeah, that would that would certainly be a nice thing. Nope, can't do that. So there we go. So that's where it is oh, right now. Right now, I have, my, I have my temporary number though, and if you send me a message on Facebook or email or something, I'll get that to you. Okay. If you need to. Get so it. right now, you're sans your actual phone number sans that you've had for phone. years and years and years that, I've had that people for like you know 14, ultimately used to get a hold of you that I've had for like 14 years. I've only ever had that one cell phone number, and now I can't use it for for at least the next couple of days until I transfer it over. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're pretty. We're wow. We're, we're not clumsy at all. Not at all. Not clumsy at all. Well, I was saying like I think I I feel like I would be less clumsy if I had gotten some more. Sleep. So yeah. the past couple nights, I have not slept well, and it's because of my own doing. Can I tell you why? Because, what? of course, I like to, like, um, you know, I have um, I have various, you know, like, internet accounts to, like, watch movies and stuff on. And this particular one, well, I was on Netflix. And uh, so I was trying to find, like, some shitty horror movie to watch because I'm like, oh, they're usually silly. Like, they don't usually scare me. And I find them, like, pretty entertaining. So mm-hmm. I like to watch horror movies. But I watched this one horror movie, which, by the way, only had, like, one star on Netflix. So I thought it was going to be like, you know, super shitty because I was trying to do other stuff along like when aren't, I was watching it. Aren't those the kind of movies you like, though? I do. No, I do like them. It's like Lifetime movies yeah, for for Netflix horror movies. That's what they are. So I watched this one and I'll be goddamned if I have not been scared for the past two nights where I wake up in the middle of the night uh, afraid thinking about this movie. And I don't know why. It wasn't. It, the, not a whole lot happened. There was only actually during the entire movie, you only see one human the entire movie. Okay. One person the entire movie. You hear a couple other people's voices, like when on the phone or when this person answers the door. It's just one guy it's in the movie? It's just one guy oh. in this movie. And Good that's it. You know, him. Yeah, minus, uh, you know, like watching something on TV and seeing people on TV. Only one person in this entire movie. And for some reason, this movie scared the shit out of me and I have been scared about it it is what I think about in the middle of the night it's what I think about when, before I go to bed and I'm going to say it I was actually looking at Rotten Tomatoes it got 5 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes it's like a really bad movie okay so it's this movie called The Last Will and Testament of Rosalind Lee alright The Last Will and Testament of Rosalind Lee so it's on uh, the it, name's already too long I'm bored I know it was well the movie's long and the intro was long and everything about it was long there's barely any dialogue but for some fucking reason it is the scariest is so scary so basically what the premise is is like this woman dies and she leaves her house to her son and her son and her basically estranged and he comes back to the house uh you know to try and take care of things there's there's no music there's no anything it's just him kind of wandering around this creepy house looking at all the things that she left behind then he finds all this religious paraphernalia that she had turns out she had this weird obsession with um this like death cult Okay. Like one of those, you know, suicide cults that happened, but she had this weird obsession with it. And he would find like these videotapes with uh, like these weird religious services going on. And, like these, uh, like things started happening. Like he would uh, look somewhere and like something would be where it wasn't before. But it's not jarring. It isn't like, Rah! like things screaming at you. Just this very quiet movie where just fucked up shit is happening in this quiet, quiet creepy house. 
and I don't know, but with like the the religious uh, undertones and this, there's this one particular point which I'm going to ruin for you guys because this is what has been keeping me up. Oh, uh oh, spoiler! Spoiler alert for the last will and testament of Rosalind Lee. Yeah, you shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone, yeah, someone found the cover of it in there. So there is this one particular point where he's watching this videotape again, where it's just it's just labeled believe. And uh, his mom left it. It's like an old VHS tape. So he puts it in and he's watching like all this. Oh, praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. And there's this big statue in the background of I think it's like an angel or something. And it just closes in on all this chaos happening. You know, it's an old like tape that's kind of like squiggly and like things are going on. And it zooms up to a close up of the statue. And there's all this frenzy of this like cult stuff happening. Like praise Jesus. And the statue just looks up and it fucking opens its eyes. And it was one of the scariest things I think I have ever seen. <laughs> and the dude who was watching it, he rewound it a couple times, and it just shows him taking it out of the thing, destroying the tape and throwing it away. Like, that didn't happen. That didn't. It was just... And that is all I've been thinking about. There's a lot more stuff that I don't want to ruin, but I mean, it is... So now, every time you look at a statue, you think its eyes are going to open? I think I have a fear of statues at this point. <laughs> Between that and Wishmaster that I watched the other day, when Wishmaster, at the end of that, spoiler alert, all the statues come to life and start, like, you know, murdering people. Yeah. I don't think I'm a big fan of statues. You know who else has a fear of statues? Actually, co- coincidentally, Damian Lillard of the of the Portland Trailblazers. I forgot about Lillard that. is afraid of statues. Maybe he watched the last Will and Testament maybe, of Rosalind. Maybe Lee. that's it. Maybe you have something in common now. You should write yeah. it on Twitter. No, it really it it really scared me. And that's all I've been thinking. No, I'm not going to. If Aaron's going to start recommending movies to me now, I've shown my my scary card, like what keeps me up at night. So anyway, statues. I have not been sleeping because I would just sit there because I would just wake up in the middle of the night and expect that giant angel no. statue to be staring down at me. Now wait a minute, don't you have a bunch of like dolls and like figurines and stuff in your apartment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, now you're going to be thinking. And about that's those. what kind of was keeping because I I have like this uh, thing that I got from Asylum. I got this amazing statue that's four uh, Buddha faces, but mm-hmm. they're all on one bus. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Basically. Oh, they're And I all started thinking about all the weird things I had in my apartment and that's but then I couldn't stop thinking about that goddamn creepy angel. Yeah. And I'm waking up and it's just like next to my bed staring at me. That's all like I, I woke up like six times last night waiting for that stupid angel in a stupid ass movie. Yeah, staring at me. That's kind of creepy. But see, I have the fake haunted stuff. Like you have the real haunted stuff well, going on. Okay, I Wait, has anything creepy. happened? I was just <laughs> passing that to you. Well, all right, so um, last night I was up till quite late uh, working on some tax stuff for us. You know, it's, it's tax season. we got to get in, in all that stuff. And so once I get on a roll, I don't like to stop. So I ended up – I was up till like 3.30 last night. Oh, my God. On, yeah. Well, I, I started working on that, and then I started organizing all this old paperwork that I would neglected, and I just like, ah, I'm just going to do it. You know, how once you're on a roll with something, you just got to keep going. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I set it down, then it was just going to be a mess again. So I got on a roll, and I didn't even look at what time it was. And it ended up being about 3.30 in the morning. And I was like, well, I guess – I think I should probably get to sleep because I have to be up uh, quite early for more meetings tomorrow. So – I laid down trying to get my brain to come down, and there is – I am going to say this. There is something, and I, I don't know if this is just because I was tired. It could very well be, but I have talked about before. You know, I have an old house. Obviously, we're going to be having a ghost investigation because I lost the bet, which I really don't want to have. But I have talked about the staircase upstairs to my bedroom before where – um Late at night, it does. There is, it's weird. I have two roommates who live downstairs. They they're not up at night. You know, they're they're asleep. They're in their rooms, and if anything, they're just walking to the bathroom, which is right across the hall from them. Mm. And I'm on the other end of the house, so there's nobody else up in the house. And I swear, it sounds like someone is walking up and down. Oh my stairs. God, again? I'm I'm not kidding. You know what I'm going to do next time? 
I'll, I'll try to record it next time. I'll try to I'll try to grab my phone and record. Do you really the noise. think you'll be coherent enough to be able to try and record uh, that? I don't know because I was. I mean, I was awake. I was wide awake. I was tired, but I was wide awake at this point because I was trying to calm myself down to go to sleep. I was like, oh, you gotta gotta go to sleep. Otherwise, I would have just worked straight through the night. Mm. And yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It, it did. It, it sounded like somebody was walking. I'm starting to think. Like, so I got up. I got up and even went over and looked. I did the same whole thing. Just to double check. Nobody's coming up the staircase up to my room because that's all that staircase leads to. So nobody walks up and down that except for me. And I even went downstairs. I looked around the house. I'm like, all right, let's just make sure. I mean, the house is alarmed, so nobody's gonna break in. No, nobody was up. Mm-hmm. And I go back upstairs. I lay back down again, and then you just hear this. Are you kidding me? Fuck that shit. Yeah, it was it was kind of freaky. It actually did bother me last night because usually when I've heard things like that, maybe I'm half asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was wide awake. Yeah, uh, Stump Clown, <laughs> which is an awesome name. His <laughs> <laughs> name's Carl. Uh, is in the uh, chat and uh, he's saying squirrels. I mean, it's possible, except for the fact that it's... It sounds like there's some the sound weight, right? From. And it's up your stairs. Well, yeah, it's it's not coming from, like, the roof or anything like that. That's not where the sound is coming from. It's coming from the hallway down the stairs. So I don't quite understand um, what's going on. Well, Aaron's saying, Greg, we need to sit down and schedule this sucker, a.k.a. meaning the, the seance slash ghost investigation. He said, I think you're giving off a vibe. Um at home, this is the they know something's up, and your emotional state is increasing the spiritual tension. We need to do this. Yeah, I it totally under- is. I mean, if you're up working on tax stuff all night, and then you're just stressed, yeah. and then you are starting to hear shit, like don't totally. they always? They always have preyed on your emotions, like when you're very emotionally. Totally, and it was you know it is stressful doing taxes is you know stressful for anyone. Um, so yeah, I was I was stressed out and going through money, which always just makes me even more stressed. So yeah, all right. Well, we'll get the we'll get the ghost investigation scheduled. We'll get it figured out. And that way it's going to be done and then you don't have to worry about little boys running up and oh, down Oh, no, I won't have to anymore. worry about it except for the fact that we do a ghost investigation and stir everything up in my house and mm-hmm. it's going to haunt me forever. But Oh, God, now I can't stop looking. I posted a picture of the statue with the eyes open in the chat and I can't stop looking at it just to scare myself. <laughs> God damn it. All right, well, I know we need to get through a few Yeah, we have here. some stuff, so what do you want to go to uh, first? Let's do just a quick ball talk because I have to announce something. Okay. And then uh, I know you've got World of Crazy, so... We'll just do a. I do. I actually have some Portland based World of Crazy, too. Portland's taking the world by storm with its nuttiness again. Well, Ball Talk today is going to be a little bit informative. And then I have an announcement. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, so this is a light ball talk, but here's here's one thing that was discovered. This was posted on gizmodo.com. And it has to do with going to a sporting event, no matter where you are. This is probably going to be the same thing, the same situation. And especially maybe in, like, smaller arenas. So this is a person from Boise actually posted this video online. They were at the uh, uh, hockey arena in Boise for Boise Steelheads or whatever they're called. Anyway, they're minor league hockey team. And they posted a YouTube video. Now, you know when you're at a sport game, a sport, sport, sport game, <laughs> a sporting event. I was yes. going to say a game and a sporting event all at the same time. When you're at a sporting event, you know, they'll have, uh, they'll have beers for sale. And there's usually, you can buy the regular beer. For like say five bucks, or you can buy the large beer, which is like seven or eight dollars. Mm. But they d- usually don't say what the ounces are; they just say regular or large. Well, this guy actually posted a video of this, and I'll try to get the video posted up. Where him and his friend they went and bought a large beer, and they bought a regular beer. And the one friend drank his large beer, 
They took the small beer and they're like, here you go. This is the difference. I believe theirs was $4 and $7. Mm-hmm. He took the small beer, poured it into the cup, filled it up almost to the complete top of like maybe half an inch. For $3 more, you're getting maybe a half inch of beer. Wow. So it's something to keep in mind when you're going there. And their suggestion was like, buy the smaller beer. You may think that you're not getting as much alcohol. You are getting the same amount and you're saving yourself three bucks by doing that. Mm. So I wonder how many places have that. Basically, oh, so many. The other glass was just taller, but it was it was uh, skittier, mm-hmm. to, for, to use that term. So that's that's something to keep in mind. They're suggesting that by the small cup of beer, it's more worth your dollars. Because you want to get, you know, the most the most you can. Well, clearly. Yes, obviously. So there we go. There's tip number one. Uh, tip number two. This comes from this. This is a from uh, from a Bengals safety from the Cincinnati Bengals for a 23 year old um, defensive. Uh, yeah, he's a safety for the for the Bengals. His name is is George Aloka. Might mm-hmm. not be saying his name right, but anyway, he was staying in a hotel and he posted this on Twitter. So just I'm just going to read his post and we'll leave it. This is George Aloka from the Cincinnati Bengals. He posted this on Twitter. I gotta take a big ol' shit, but my cleaning lady's still here. And she's super nice, so I don't even want to do her like that by tearing up the bathroom. So there you go. Just words of advice. Some considerate things to, con- that's, to think about. That's very nice. Yeah, if the cleaning lady is there, if you have a cleaning lady, which I don't. I, I don't either. Wait until well, she I'm leaves. Well, I, I clean my own stuff. I'm my own cleaning lady. Well, then uh, do yourself a favor and wait until you're done cleaning before you <laughs> tear up your thank, bathroom. Thank you for the advice. Yes, indeed. Okay. All right. Finally, in ball talk, because I know i got to get through this. I want to announce this. So there is something that we used to do here on Fun Employment Radio for the first two years of its existence before we started working for the Portland Trailblazers. And then we had to end it when we were doing that. Mm. Now that we are not working for the Portland Trailblazers. Wait, we don't work for them anymore? We're, we're conveniently not employed by the Trailblazers That's so right weird. Now. Okay. Yeah. But since we're not, we're not under any rules. And we can do something like this. So there's a big tournament coming up for college basketball. Some people call it uh, the madness of March. Mm-hmm. You know, there's copyrighted. We call it the insanity of the month before April. And we're going to be having something for ourselves and all of you listening. This is in conjunction with Guys and Balls, the mm-hmm. other podcast here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we're bringing it back. The Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. We're gonna have to figure out what exact knob is the tournament of yeah, champions. Yeah, I know that one. one probably wasn't it. I don't think that was it. Yeah, well, I'll get that. I'll get it was that good. It was good though for the first one. Well, I tried to. We'll just figure it out. So this is what's going to happen. It's going to be a tournament bracket. You know, like many people fill out. We'll have one exclusive, a group for Fun Employment Radio. We'll have it posted online. The tournament doesn't. Uh, they don't announce who's participating until Monday. So that's when we'll get this out. But I want everybody to get prepared. I want mm. everyone to enter. You don't have to like basketball. You don't have to even be into it. It's a guessing game. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Can I fill one out? You can fill one out. Everyone can fill one out. Oh, do we well, have a limitation? Because I remember last time there was a like. Well, we'll see. We'll see what it is. Yeah. So once, get it done quick. Yeah. Well, once once it's announced, because I don't have the I don't have it set up for you guys to apply yet. Mm-hmm. But that will be very soon. As soon as the uh, stuff is announced, you too will be able to enter the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions right here with the Fun Employment Radio mm-hmm. Network. All right. Um, oh, I believe our uh, guests are arriving. Okay. Okay, so we're figuring that out. Um, But yes, it is going to be awesome. There's going to be a bet going on between myself and Rylan from Guys and Balls involving a liner. I don't like losing these things. I know nobody likes losing these things. If you guys would make some bets yourselves, let us know. But the uh, tournament will be up. We'll have it up on the Fun Employment Radio website. And that'll be on Monday. So we'll have more announcements later this week about how you can enter that. 
and how you can go about it. It's really easy. And like I said, you don't even have to be into basketball. It's just fun trying to guess and then beat other people. Yeah, I've done it strictly on uniforms alone. Yeah. No, a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Well, do we want to do a quick world of crazy? Yeah, let's do a quick world of crazy before we bring we our guests in. All right. You can still keep talking so we don't have to sit no, in No, no, uh, no, not at all. Okay. We sit here and have staring content. You know what? Somebody could probably make a lot of money by doing a podcast like that. I bet there's somebody out there that would like. That would be a gimmick for like a week and then they would get way too boring. All right. Now just tune in. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, of course, we remember. um, I don't know if you remember. I'm pretty sure you remember the rash of illegal butt injections that were happening last year. Oh, I remember. This was a lot in Philadelphia. A lot in Philadelphia. Also in New Jersey. And finally, a New Jersey beautician has finally been uh, tried and charged with manslaughter and assault in the deaths of one of her clients after she allegedly botched a silicone butt injection that she, of course, put into somebody in a hotel because why would you not? Well, that's the best way to go to it. Discount. So it was at the, at the Liberty Hotel in New Jersey. Uh, that, of course, uh, left a 22-year-old deceased. In other news, why in God's name would you still go into a hotel in New Jersey to get butt injections? <laughs> well, she has now been charged with manslaughter and assault. And she has also owned up to distributing eagle, uh, illegal cosmetics, so she still has to be sentenced. But uh, I think the moral of the story is kids don't give anybody butt injections in a hotel room in New Jersey. Well, but I mean, the prices mm-hmm. do it. I mean, you're saving some money. I mean, what's the likelihood? I don't know. I'd say I'd say weigh it out. <laughs> All right, this made me laugh because this kind of reminded me of like maybe something you and Ryland can bet on. So these people in New Zealand, uh, a New Zealand man and a few of his friends, decided to place a bet on a sports team whereby uh, whoever lost had to legally change their name to something of the other person's choosing. Oh, I would never do that so kind of So this New bet. Zealand man... In fact, had to change his name to a name with actually 99 characters in it. So you can only have a limitation of 100 characters when you change your name. Did you know this? I did not know that. Well, he changed his name to Full Metal Havoc, more sexy and intelligent than Spock and all the superheroes combined with Frost Nova. (laughs) This is his first name? Uh, No, his last name is going to be Frost Nova. Okay. So the first, his first name is Full Metal Havoc, more sexy and intelligent than Spock and all the superheroes combined with. Wow. Yes. And he agreed to do this. And can you? I mean, they're going to allow that. Yep. I mean, so I guess. Uh, Michael Mead, who's the uh, who's a representative for the Department of International Affairs or the DIA, uh, births, deaths, and marriages spokesman, says that they are in fact limited to 100 characters. However, at his uh, clocking in only 99. He can keep it as it is. However, if he wants to change it back, it's only going to cost him a mere $127 in fees and filling out all the correct forms. So that's just more of a pain in the ass than anything. Yeah, but I mean, once you change it, then none of your... You have to change all of your documentation. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you change it right away, nothing's going to be valid anymore. Nope, nothing will be. Wow. No, no thank you. (laughs) We will not be making that bad. All right, and finally, my last two stories. To Portland, Oregon we go. Uh, I saw this one. Greg, I have not told you this one. I, I believe you might have heard the last one because it's everywhere. But Greg, Portland, Oregon may in fact be home to North America's first cat cafe. A cat first cafe? First cat cafe. 
Now, let me tell you this. So a Portland woman is racing to open North America's first cat cafe, which where you can't bring your cats to the cafe. However, there will be bar cats there that are there for adoption that you might be able to adopt and take home. I know so many of my girlfriends that will, uh, if this happens, will get a little slosh and decide to adopt a bar cat. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Yes. So the name of the place is going to be Purrington's Cat Lounge, <laughs> which will follow a model that's already been successfully used in Paris and Tokyo. Basically, patrons come into a cafe to sip wine and pet the resident kitties, a.k.a. the bar cats. Um, so the woman who wants to open this, her name is Kristen Castillo. Oh, my God. What? That's my friend. What? It's your friend that's doing this? Yes. What's her name? Kristen Castillo. Her and her husband, Sergio. You know them. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Whoa. I didn't even read that before. (laughs) Okay. Well, she says it's... What? Oh, we're getting her on the show. Uh, it really is a place Portlanders will eat up. It's not really a cat shelter. It's not really a bar. It's not really a cafe, but it's kind of all three. Uh, Purrington's plans to have wine, three locating uh, local beer taps, and a variety of snacks, including popcorn, pickles, and beef jerky, with uh, which the health clo- uh, code allows to be sold in a room with animals. So hence why they're those specific foods. Okay. And she's saying, I cannot believe that. I have known her for years. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you absolutely do not bring your own cats because they'll probably kill each other. Uh, so she's partnering with a shelter in Lake Oswego, the Oregon Cat Proje- uh, Project, to provide 12 cats that will get along with each other uh, and like humans. So basically cats that will be uh, amenable to being able to be pet and in a bar scenario. All right. I would like to talk to her about this because I have, I have a few questions that I'll just I'll save for, for an interview with her. That's a very rare name. It can't be anybody else but her, and I know that she loves cats. <laughs> so weird. All right, and finally, bad cat story. A big cat with a bad attitude. This is in Portland, Oregon. Oh, yes. Went over the edge this past weekend and trapped an entire family, including the family dog, in a bedroom in Portland, Oregon, this past Sunday. So in a 911 call, which is a can- uh, obtained by Coin New 6, Lux, that's the name of the cat, a 22-pound black and white cat, can be heard shrieking as the owner's boyfriend, Lee Palmer, was speaking to a dispatcher on the phone as they were all barricaded in the bathroom. Lee Palmer, the boyfriend, said he's trying to attack us when I leave the bedroom to let... You know, maybe I should stop saying it. Should I let, should I let Lee maybe speak for himself a I little bit? I think that maybe I should let him say it. So I do have the report this right is the, here. Is this the 911 call? This is the 911 call along with the wow. news report. So you can actually hear, if you listen closely, in the bathroom, they make reference to the cat meowing. You can hear the cat growling and meowing at the door as they're trapped inside. So let's listen. A family in Portland, Oregon, barricaded themselves in a room after they say they were attacked by the house cat. But it's a pretty big cat. Weighing in at 22 pounds, Lux the cat reportedly attacked an eight-month-old baby and then turned on the rest of the family after his owner kicked him in the rear. He started hissing and just like really like um, like yowls, not like a meow, but yowls. Like he was really like crazy. The family was forced into a room and Lux apparently wouldn't let them out without a fight, so they called police. He's charging us. He's at our door, bedroom door. When dispatchers arrived, Lux reportedly darted into the kitchen, quote, attempting to flee custody, according oh, to police. Lux was eventually trapped and has since calmed down, but no word on what the family plans to do with him now. It's a cat. Seriously? Um, I had a friend who, uh, who actually had to call the police on her cat before. She adopted a cat, and it started attacking hey, her and her daughter. You know what? Uh, Here's the ultimate thing with a cat. You're still a lot bigger than it. Mm-hmm. 
And if you need to, claws and teeth. kick the damn thing. I mean, I'm, I, I love pets, but if the thing's attaching me, attacking me, I'm going to kick a cat. So, Greg Nibbler would kick a cat. I would kick a cat. There we go. Yeah. And that, my friends, is your world crazy. Okay. Well, thank you, Sarah. More great news for Brittany I have to find out if that's her. That is so funny. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a break, and then we're going to be bringing in our guests, Deke and Brian from Next Adventure. So excited to have them in here. And yeah. uh, let's play play a tune or two. All right. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Doug You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. What's up, guys? It's the world champion, Judah Friedlander. You're listening to Greg and Sarah on Fun Employment Radio. Why? Because you're a hero. Yeah. Here we are. The world champion, Judah Friedland. What happened to my microphone? Oh, there I am. Greg, there you're you trying are. to make yourself louder again. Yes, I'm just trying to mute everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just me. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we are so excited right now because we, we have- Should we come up with some theme music? Oh, we're going to have to. I now think I'm that's thinking, something, I think like that's something, something outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I think that's something that we're going to have to do because we have Portland legends in studio we right do. now. We do. And seriously, I have been a fan of your uh, your store for many, many years. And we are so excited to be bringing on two, well, two two guys, one sponsor. There we go. That's there what we, go. we do. That kinda two guys, like, one sponsor? That kind of sounds like two that girls, sound, one that cup. That sounds a little bit yeah. wrong. Okay, Sarah Wagner's <laughs> saying no. Oh, <laughs> and we've already lost them. Thanks, Greg. And that was it. So that was one show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from Next Adventure, we have Deke. Thanks for having me. And Brian. Hey there. Hi, Hello. guys. Welcome to our studio, and thank you so much for uh, not only... Are they amazing men? They also brought in a giant bottle of vodka, yeah, which we did not uh, know we were going to be drinking, which I'm pretty excited about. Yes, indeed. So, <laughs> all right. So, for anybody who doesn't know, just uh, to start off here, can you guys describe to anyone who doesn't know what Next Adventure is? Well, Next Adventure is an outdoor store. Uh, we started here in Portland in 1997, which is... Uh, do the math real quick. What is that? Seventeen years ago or so. And so, outdoor store. Uh, we're kind of known as Portland's alternative outdoor store. We we have new used closeouts, and we started as kind of this funky used store. And because Portland has supported us so much, and we've blossomed into a full full line retailer with a outdoor store and a paddle sports center, and now we have the Scapoose Bay Paddling Center out in Scapoose as well. Wow! So you just keep on growing. We're not smart enough to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the neat things about your store is that you said you you guys have used and new stuff. So there is the option for like either or. Yeah, it's, and that's kind of how we grew up as well. It's like oh yeah, when when funds are limited, you still want to get outside. Mm-hmm. Got to find a way to afford it, and so going to garage sales, having a good time. That's why I have always loved your store. I mean, I kid you not. Me and all of my friends have shopped at Next Adventure for years because that's just you can get stuff for a reasonable price and uh, not have to go to. I won't name the uh, the big stores sure. where you get overcharged for everything and find something, <laughs> find actually good quality stuff. It's fantastic. Well, so, um, well, and plus it doesn't you know it doesn't hurt that one of our best friends, honestly, you know, you you spend some time with her as we do as well. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we. <laughs> and that is Sarah Wagner because her, her lovely fiance might or might not work for Next Adventure. <laughs> Again, thank Depending you, Sarah. on the day, sometimes he just shows up and doesn't work, and well, you guys were saying that you were uh, perhaps just a little bit nervous coming on the microphone and Hence maybe 
Vodka. The, the vodka, which, yeah. uh, Sarah, am I supposed to ask you if I want if a little anybody, bit more? Uh, if anybody's ever seen some of our um, lovely named outrageous or god-awful commercials on television, <laughs> most of those are alcohol-inspired. Um, we do our best yeah. We do our best work about half in the bag. So so what's your be- what's your alcohol choice? Is it usually vodka? Uh, no, no. We had usually a, beer. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm a beer the, girl uh, myself. And you can't see in a lot of the commercials. Thank you can't you. see the strategi- strategically hidden beer cans behind everything <laughs> in the area. So it's like from the one shot, it looks great, and then we can just grab one. So you, are you like fancy beer style, or do you like uh, like some 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 crappy beer? <laughs> PBR. <mostly>. PBR. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, the light PBR? Uh, it's not is bad. There is, there there is such a thing. Instead of the blue and red, it's like blue and light blue. Oh wow! Wow! It is not that terrible. Light. I gotta say, you can cut a couple calories Does while still drinking shitty beer. beer. Anymore, if it's a light. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that even counts. Mm. It's yeah. just it's just hydration. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's colored water at that point. Well, so you guys have some vodka and cranberry juice in here. Then surprise everyone. It's a drinking show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a drinking show. <laughs> We're surprised too. I like Speaking this. Of which, load me up again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you guys, not only are, have you been in business together for a while, you have also been friends since God, since you were kids. Careful with that word, friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't know how to frenemies bring this up. There frenemies. was a, there was a question in the chat, and we we don't know. I'm just going to ask. Um, oh, are, you're already bringing this up. Well, because it was a, a question that was brought up in the chat. Are you two um, together? Partners in life? Partners in, yeah, how to phrase that? That, Partners in life. Partners in life. Yes. I think they're dancing around something, Brian. (laughs) Whatever do you mean? What are you getting at here? (laughs) I don't know what they're talking about right now. It's it's funny because that's come up a couple times. Uh, You know, when you call yourself Deacon Brian's Portland's alternative sporting goods store, (laughs) I did not uh, even think about that. Once in a while, it raises some questions. So, um, yeah, I remember the the time our poor little banker, it was, uh, we'd been banking with them for like three or four years, and this poor gal. Just this very cute little Asian woman um, says, "Oh, it's my last day at, at thing," and "Oh, that's great. We're going to miss you." And so she, it took all of the gumption that she had to say, "So you and Brian, you're you're partners." I'm like, "Oh yeah, we're partners. <laughs> you know, I've known Brian forever. We're we're partners." And finally, you could tell she wasn't quite satisfied with the answer, and she's like, "Life partners." I'm like. Oh, oh, that's a different question. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that could also be misconstrued because you guys have known each other for your lives and you're probably going to be friends for life. Uh, it's, we, so. well, it, seems, it seems like only in Portland, really, when we got here, was where partners, you had to differentiate mm-hmm. types of partners. <laughs> you know, your partners in business or business partners. Mm-hmm. But here it seems to be a little bit, you got to kind of be a little bit more obvious when you say partners. Well, and I do have like heterosexual friends who who also call their significant other par- their partner. There you go. Because they don't want to, there's like, oh, my partner, because they don't want to say like boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Well, we, we've had a few other times in history. We, uh, we've, we've, we've come to know this story as the Brokeback, the original Brokeback Mountain story. Um, we, uh, <laughs> I really wish you wouldn't lead off of that. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys take a, a yearly trip together up to the mountains? Uh, <laughs> Spend some time together. So, so, so you can start this one off, Brian. Oh, geez. Well, it used to be uh, years ago, we'd go motorcycling all the time, and he was working in Seattle, and I was up in Bellingham, mm-hmm. and we had these bikes, and he would he had a job all week, and he would drive up late Friday night, typically, and I'd have the bikes loaded up, and I had this old station wagon. And so we'd jump in this thing, and we would drive for about three, four hours to get up to Tainum, which is uh, a motorcycling ORV park. Okay. So by Clay Ellum. Yeah, by Clay Ellum. And we'd pull in there, and we'd land pretty late at night and stuff, and then we just, the beauty of the station wagons, right? You just roll into the back and go to sleep. You yeah. Know, you don't need to set up a tent. Well, so we did that, 
and I'm, you know, it had been a long day, and I think there'd been some chili involved. And uh, well, keep, so keep in mind, I'm pretty much unleashed on <laughs> oh, it. God. Keep in mind, keep in mind, it's elk season. Yeah, it's so elk we, season. So we oh, roll yeah, in there. Normally, part. there's no one there, but we roll in there. The place is filled with filled all with these elk hunters. good old boy elk hunters. Yeah. Right? Oh. So we roll in there, and I unleash on him, and he's just like he's screaming at the top of his lungs. He's and like, by unleash, you don't mean me. You're killing me. And he's punching and kicking me. Right. So this whole thing is kicking and rattling, kicking around. And I'm like, shut up, you know, just take it, just take it, you know? And uh, you want to open a window, you know, that sort of thing. So we, you know, this goes on for a little bit, and then we finally go to sleep or whatever. We get up the next morning, and we look out as we crawl out of the back of this thing. These elk hunters are just looking at us like, holy crap, and uh, and stuff. And uh, Well, uh, and I can tell you, I can tell you, you know, I, I never had seen – a looks of such empathy or sympathy, yeah. Because because if you if you see Brian and I, we're he's a full foot taller than me and probably outweighs me by a bit, and uh, and so I could just see it in those poor guys' eyes. They're like, oh my god, that big guy just ripped that little guy a new one. So uh, yeah, so, so it took us a while. It's like so uh, yeah. So you know, we came up with the idea way before those other guys. <laughs> Brian, how tall are you? Uh, six four. Six four. Well, we're also very short. We so. are. Uh, we're we're impressed by anything. Has anyone told you that you remind them of Brian Passane in a very good way? I uh, don't even know who Brian Passane oh, is. Oh, you know who Brian Passane is. I'm going to show you in just a second. Okay. But yes. So you guys have known each other your whole lives. Has there always been a height differential? Uh, uh, no. At one point, Deke was much taller. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was six, what, six two, I think, I was at six, the time. Six two, but there was a childhood <laughs> accident that we had, and he got his legs lopped off. Oh, you know? no. Yeah. Yeah. It sucked for him. Well, that's so, just unfortunate. So the, the, so the actual... <laughs> but, not, but you're, of course, a better looking Brian Passane. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually just had him on the show a few weeks ago. Very, very cool guy. Yeah. The other one is the dude. Oh, yeah. I can see Jeff that. Jeff Bridges? Mm-hmm. That's a compliment. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you said what? Yes. So, so did you guys pretty much grow up together? Well, the the story is, is that um, it's even we grew up even before we knew each other. So his mother and my mother started first grade together. Up in wow, really? Yeah, yeah. They went to well, they went to school up what is Nooksack? Nooksack, Nooksack yeah. uh, Grade uh, School, Nooksack, and Nooks. Well, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> Nutsack, Nooksack, whatever you call. It. So, um, so we met. We met when I was five and Brian was eight. It was our mother's ten uh, year class reunion that we met at. And, wow! And oh man, I just hated the guy. <laughs> he was such a tool. But uh, but then our va- our families would vacation together. And so we ended up just being adventure buddies, and we would... Oh, that's cool. The, the, the car would just barely get stopped, and off we would go. Uh, the doors would swing open, and we'd be gone for days. In fact, that's where the name of the business came from. Tell them, tell them what I yeah, did to your, tell them what I did to your brother the first trip down to Eugene. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that, sounds, so, that sounds foreboding. So, so, I, so the fact is, is that I grew up in Cottage Grove, Oregon, outside of Cottage Grove, actually, in a mm-hmm. little town called Dorena and Brian grew up in a town that was even smaller than Dorena called Acme, Washington and he grew up on a river and I grew up on a lake and there was just endless adventure wherever we went right so but Brian always liked to up the adventure a little bit by picking a fight with my older brother (laughs) and so and so they roll into town no this is horrible to tell they 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 roll into town and uh and my brother's like this wicked smart guy that just loved to push Brian's buttons well one day we were at uh the A&W 
and Brian had a nice full strawberry milkshake, as he still loves to have. And uh, <laughs> strawberry slushies. And my brother decided to push his buttons, and he he forgot that Brian didn't have much of a filter or a governor. So my brother wore that <laughs> full strawberry milkshake on his head, <laughs> and it was and it was pretty awesome to see the parents like both look at each other like, well. Somebody's going to get killed, or somebody's going to be mad at this each other, happening. and then they both kind of smiled and went, "Well, I guess he deserved it." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so from then on, Brian and I were fast friends because my brother and I weren't all that good of friends growing up. He's a great guy now, but yeah. but uh, growing up, we weren't all that great that great of friends. So I'm like, yeah, anybody can throw a thing on his head is good, good <laughs> with me, and he's okay <laughs> with it. <laughs> so, what's the craziest place that you guys have ever been on an adventure together at? I mean, it seems like you've gone traveling together a lot craziest place in in any way that you want to take that the problem is is that it seems like anywhere we go we kind of make it a little crazy bring the crazy with us yeah we bring a little crazy (laughs) with us like today sarah's right here anyway (laughs) yes also sarah wagner is in here she is isn't she like the most proper looking gorgeous girl but she is a nut right (laughs) yeah that's why we've been friends for so long so i'm like oh you look you're this beautiful package i'm like but i but i've seen the crazy sarah where's your drink um, I'm just pouring until a shot glass frees up. Greg, oh. Drink up. Here, oh, let's yeah. drink. Drink. Down, drink. All right, so we are drinking uh, half vodka, half cranberry shots. <laughs> well, in it's, it's cosmopolitan. A cosmopolitan, yes. Yeah, in honor of Sarah Dillon. Here you go. Oh, and you. we were going to do a drinking game with this, weren't we? So I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, what what was the what was the game we wanted to play? I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can chat. Maybe the chat can help us. Yeah, because I was thinking. I don't. Maybe we could make it like a next adventure drinking game. I don't really know or how we could incorporate that. Something that someone says, then everybody has to take a drink. Okay. Oh. Maybe people in the live chat, if you guys can come up with something. There you go. Of something mm. that we say. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that one. So, so, oh, so you were you were asking about places we've gone to have adventures. Uh, yes. Again, we, everywhere we go. I mean, we we've, we've had some amazing adventures. One of the one of the great ones is we took a three week trip up to Alaska. Um, and We're in Alaska. Well, we did the we did a kind of a three circle sure. trip. We did a we flew into Anchorage. We went down to Homer. Nice. Ran the Homer Spit and and did uh, did a bunch of fishing down there. And then we went to Denali for. 10 days and then we did this wild trip where we came back down and at the time there's this place called Whittier it's a little town you could only get there by train back then um, now I think they've opened up the road but but it's this very interesting odd town right on the Prince William Sound there mm-hmm. and we took a ferry across to Valdez and then drove up through the Glen Ellen Highway and and it was great wow but what Except made the it, stories leading up to this were <laughs> but what makes it such an interesting adventure is that uh, my girlfriend who is now my wife Joined. Question answered, everybody. They're like, they still have an answer. Uh, okay. uh, For all you listeners at home that are taking <laughs> tests. I know, because somebody in the chat is just like, still hasn't answered. Kind of answered. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't answered yet. Hasn't answered yet. That's awesome. There keep, you go. Keep them in suspense. There it is. But you know, that doesn't mean anything in the yeah, today's yeah. time. It's true. <laughs> this is true. So, anyway, so, she, uh, so we, we had just firmed up our relationship, and we'd bought a house together, and two days later, we leave to Alaska. And my wife thinks, oh, this will be great. We can, I can camp with these guys. We can sleep in one tent. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had go, a bri- yeah, that was a brilliant idea. One tent. You know, I just, <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> she was convinced. <laughs> so I probably miscalculated. Since we've been camping together our entire <clears throat> life, uh, Brian's been known to snore a little 
bit. <laughs> by, by a little bit, I mean he can like suck the air out of a room. But uh, animals run. Are you I an all the time noticed. snorer, or just like uh, if you've had a few beers, snore? Uh, no, all the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I don't know. I never hear it. I know. Yeah. I mean, neither. I stayed at my friend's house the other night, and she's like, "Oh, he snored." I'm like, "Well, because we had a bunch of drinks, and sorry about that." <laughs> it's always embarrassing when people point out your snoring. It is. Yes. No. So All right, I'm but sorry. anyway, I'm so he snores that. a but ton. I'm not embarrassed by it. I always tell people, then don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> That's what earplugs are for. But I underestimated it because, of course, we've been camping. I'm used to it. As a matter of fact, even now when we, we go to trade shows or so and uh, share a room together, uh, you know, if he stops snoring, I'm, I'm like awake going, oh, my God, is he breathing? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Now we're leading back to that other thing. Again. Yeah, and there you go. So... Uh, so yeah, so how how that go with Christine, right? <laughs> well, so the first the, the first uh, route wasn't too bad, but by the second day she was really tired of the storm. But we went and stayed in this hostel in uh, in Anchorage, and so we got this room and we we're all bunking together in there and stuff. And you know, not too big it was nice to not have to camp in the thing. Well, we go in there, we're camping. And, or you know, sleeping in there, and all of a sudden, uh, I hear in the middle of the night, I hear this deek, 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 you know, and I'm like, like a little bird, like a little bird, <laughs> like and I'm bird. like going, what is that? And finally, I roll over and I'm like, dude, will you answer her? <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, and she's deek, deek, and so he gets kind of gets out of bed, goes to the door, opens the door, well, there's nobody at the door. And then I and start we, to and panic, we, and then we're just like panic. We're just like, where in the heck is she? And we hear this deek, deek, and we look out the window, and two stories down on the back side of this hostel is Christine sitting there and because in the rain in the rain because this place they set the doors so that they lock up after you when you go out and she because I was snoring so loud she got out of the room and was going to go sleep in the common room well when she went out of the room she locked herself out oh my god and so she's out there for like 20 minutes yelling at us to wake up and we finally wake up so yeah yeah so I'm and who do you think was public enemy number one oh yeah not Brian hell no so we're like hell no at that point we're like like trying to find earplugs and we couldn't find them we had to get on this train headed to uh, Denali so we get on the train and I'm like sitting there and Deke's like going dude we gotta find something because this is not gonna end well this is gonna be the end of this right now and this uh, really super uh, super young kid nice kid on the train comes through and Christine asked him if uh, you know possibly she could get some uh, some earplugs if he had an extra pair and he brings her a whole bag oh nice and the kid uh, looked at Christine thought he was gonna get lucky yeah. right there she <laughs> Yeah, she loved so that kid. Static at that point. <laughs> that, and then, then the rest of the trip was great because she would just like stick those things in, and they'd crash ahead of me, and then I'd come in later, and we were all good. <laughs> yep, but the first few, few days were a little rough. Brian's been known to save my bacon, and this on this trip, he saved my bacon a number of times. One time, we went, uh, we were just driving down the Turnigan Arm, and we stopped at this place called, place called Cooper's Spur? Cooper's, Cooper's Landing. Cooper's Landing. Cooper's Landing. And um, and they gave us some great, great beta on to hike into the Russian River and, and where we can go, and we found this fishing spot where nobody was. And so, my wife is there, and she hadn't. She was a girlfriend at the time, but she at the uh, she hadn't set up her pole yet. And so I'm like, oh, I'll get it set up. But of course, I set mine up first. <laughs> catch a fish first cast. So now she's bent at me because I'm <laughs> reeling in fish. She's mad. I so Brian he also gets a fish on. And says, hey, Christine, come over here. So he walks over. He just hands her a pole with a, a twelve pound salmon on it. <laughs> almost pulls her over. She was. Totally, totally off the hook. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Brian. <laughs> there was plenty in that river to catch that day. So you guys all like best friends forever now? 
Uh, I think Brian spends when I'm out of town he spends more time with Christine than I do so (laughs) (laughs) just as long as you guys aren't staying in the same room and you're snoring and keeping her awake yeah Yeah. Yeah, one of my best friends growing up I've known him since he was five he actually lives in Anchorage right now too and we'll go camping a lot he's also a lot bigger than me he's he's probably about your about your height at least and um, he also has a snoring thing so every time we go camping no matter how much we've had to drink, it doesn't outweigh his snoring. I'll still wake up to it. <laughs> so I've just gotten to this point where before I go to bed, if we're even if we're in different tents, I'll stock up things to throw at him in the middle of the night just to try to get him to stop. So I'll have like shoes and anything I can find to throw at him. And as soon as he starts, I just huck one at him. Usually it takes about four before he wakes up and yells at me. But then he'll roll over. God, this is why like male friendships can be so much different than female friendships. If I was throwing shit at my friends, they would not be happy. There would be like... Oh, he's not happy about it. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, there would be no laughs about he's, that. He's just not quite mad enough to get up and do something about it. So... <laughs> <laughs> so he's a little too lazy yeah, about that. Yeah, so it all works out. <laughs> well, you guys have a sale coming up like uh, pretty quick in the not-so-distant future, right? Yeah, right at the end of March then, <gasps> the last weekend in March. So people can start getting their stuff all ready for you know, the summer. At the end of the day, we wouldn't have the sale except for our warehouse staff are the crabbiest, meanest sons of guns out there. <laughs> and they won't let us bring anything from the store. So we have all this winter gear, you know, then you got to take it somewhere. We want to put it back in the warehouse. And they're like, hell no. <laughs> we so, don't want to re-inventory it. So, just, so. <laughs> so they're, yeah, they're crabby. Maybe even a little lazy, don't you think? Yeah, no, yeah, okay, well. Anyway, <laughs> love, love you, Sam. Love Sam. you. Uh, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so of course we have to have this sale and, and try to get rid of all of it. So the winter goods are on ridiculous liquidation sale and um, but we have all of our new spring summer stuff in and all the new closeouts that we found so it's a great time to come get really the best prices of the year oh that's awesome and you have you guys have I have kind of a sunglasses problem a little bit you guys have quite the um, the array of sunglasses there I've yeah. been very impressed well I'm glad, glad <laughs> yes no, I, it's, it's kind of an what issue what is it a shook center two weeks couple two day follow ups you cure that <laughs> <laughs> what made you what made you guys decide that you wanted to go into business and open up this store was it just because of all these adventures it's like this is what we love or it's that's pretty much pretty it, much it. Mm-hmm. you know we, we wanted to play together and uh, Brian was still living in Bellingham and I was kind of closing and and, uh, a partnership and business that I had in Seattle and it's a business that you know we had a chance to kind of ask ourselves what would we want to do if we could choose what would we want to do and we, it just fit everything that we liked. We liked being outside we liked playing with the gear we liked hanging out together so it's like what could we do to do this together and did some research came up with a business plan and um, then came down and started it here in Portland it was a good it was a good time actually Pete called me and says this is it. We're doing this. Quit your job. So I quit my job of eleven <laughs> years. Sold my house. Loaded everything I had in my in a in a van. Towed my car behind me, and drove to drove to Portland uh, to start this thing. And we ended up living together up on Sylvan Hills mm. in a friend of his house. And we figured if we could make, I think it was a hundred bucks a day. Yeah, if we could make a hundred bucks a day. We could make this thing work. It would mm-hmm. pay our rent. It would, you know, give us give us enough, you know, to to live on and all that kind of stuff. And I think the first day we opened, 
was over 300 bucks, and I don't think we really ever looked back Never after looked that. Never looked back. Wow. At, the, at the time, I, I still kept, when I broke broke up with my former business partner, business partner, <laughs> uh, when, it's not like, I, not like I'm jumping around from bed to bed. Just trying to, trying to mention it. Um, anyway, I brought, I, I kept a store here. I had another business, and so if we were if we were really tight, we could keep one bit, you know, keep both businesses, and and I figured if we could do that for a year, um, and uh, and thank God the, the people of Portland kind of yeah. got our sense of mm-hmm. humor and got what our business was about, and uh, and it's because of them we're we're able to grow. Yeah, honestly, we when we when we started, it was. Uh, we literally would just go out garage sailing, him and I, for the weekend. We had a van. It was pretty insane because we would like literally pull up, bail out, grab all the stuff, load it up. We'd bring van loads back to the store and make piles. And then Monday, we would open, you know, we'd open up and people started figuring out. They'd just come. I didn't even have the stuff priced yet. They would just start bringing it up to the front counter and I'd be like, you know, ah, oh, yeah, it looks like 100 bucks. Ah, oh, that looks like 50 bucks, you know. <laughs> Negotiate with them and all that kind of stuff. But they literally had piles of stuff when we started, you know. It was just, wow. We didn't even have time to put it up there. And, and people love the negotiations. They loved the negotiation. I always loved it too. I always got a yeah, kick out yeah. of it. Oh, you like the bartering? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean that's that's practically everything we do with buying and everything else. Like, what is our motto? Never pay retail, man. <laughs> so you know, that. and that should be your motto too. Yes, yes. Yeah. So well, come see us. We were coming. We we're trying to think up a drinking game, and what I'm noticing is that. Brian and I have gone through a couple shots over here, maybe two or three. Yeah, we're way ahead Deeks, of them. Uh, yeah, and Sarah's pouring them very strong as well. Oh, yeah. This is like like three quarters vodka, one quarter cranberry. Deke, I'm noticing that yours is just kind of sitting there. Shot, are shot, you Are you shot. really calling me out? <laughs> You're calling me out on, <laughs> the, on the air? <laughs> You're the one that said, let's For, come up with a drinking no, game. My drinking game the, is... Drink, not the drink. <laughs> All right, well, I want to toast the people of Portland. Thanks for letting us work here and be here yeah. and be a part of the community. Cheers awesome. to you guys. That Cheers, so everybody. Awesome. Oh, and he just did it. Oh, and so did Greg. Go for it. Ha. Surprise drinking show, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was the surprise to us. Yeah. So this was the surprise Sarah was talking about. <laughs> it was. That was the surprise I was talking about. Well, this is awesome. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I do have to say, it's pretty inspiring to see that you guys have come up with this, you know, doing something that you love. You guys are buddies. Found a way to make this and turn it into what you guys have done. I mean, it really is. It's a fantastic store that you guys have come up with. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. inspiring. Thank you. Well, yeah. and you have the paddle store, too, right? Yeah. Where you can get all of your paddling needs. Where's that one that's out of town, right? No, 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 no. it's 7th and Washington. Oh. It literally, just a couple blocks walking from the front door of the main store. Nice. We call- Scapoose Bay is what she's talking about. Yeah. Oh, Scapoose Bay. Yeah, that's just outside. It's 25 miles out of town. I don't know if you guys have ever headed out that direction. But I have, yeah. Go out Highway 30 as if you were going to Astoria. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a little town called Scapoose. And just past that, it actually is Warrington in the Scapoose Marina. And it's it's really a beautiful place to paddle. There's I just had an lots idea. of wildlife. Fun employment radio paddle. Fun employment radio paddle. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you run my paddle ideas by? Uh, none, of yeah, none of them won. <laughs> <laughs> I was super excited about blazing paddles. Blazing paddles. Yes. Well, the gentleman at the warehouse came up with the best. The next adventure stroke off for Bay Pride weekend. <laughs> 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 Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that we, however, surprisingly, did not choose to go with that. So, uh, j- in June, we're going to have a big festival. Um, June 13th, 14th, and 15th, and it's called the Paddle Jamboree. The next adventure is Paddle Jamboree. Okay, Jamboree. Yeah, All right. I like yep. that. 
I like blazing paddles. Thank you, Brian. I was get the reference to it though. That's yeah, what, that's I was true. telling Sarah. She's like, I don't get it. I'm like, no, never mind. I'm like, just tell tell Brian. He might think it's funny. I don't know. <laughs> no, <that's> awesome, man. <laughs> All right, so people can find out more about you, of course, by going to the store uh, and also at uh, nextadventure.net. Awesome. Fantastic. All right. Well, um, what do you guys think we should do? Should we uh, have a couple more of these drinks? Yeah, I think so. Wrap up this. Maybe there we you should. go. I think I mean, so. Billy jo- and John in the chat Sarah. just said, who doesn't want to paddle Sarah? Oh. Who oh, but then someone else oh, is saying, yeah. I love blazing paddles. Oh. oh, I don't know which Sarah it is. Like, it's a little confusing. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to take his you. creepy no, sexual I, references and put them on no, you. I think it's you. That's you. It's a, He wants to paddle both of you. Let's okay. not. Let's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Oh, how lucky are we? Awesome. Well, you guys. Okay, yeah, let's do another toast here. Okay. Really toast. quick. Wow, Greg, everyone's I know, here. Look you're going to be able to take we it. We have to clink. This is radio. We have to theater Okay, of the okay mind so that way. Theater of the mind. Yeah, clink, clink. Oh, we're doing straight. Oh, we're doing oh, straight. Oh, Brian, this is like a mimosa. You don't have Come to put the, the BS juice right. in there. <laughs> the BS juice. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Next adventure of Fun Employment Radio. Cheers. This is All right. awesome. Thank you. Cheers. Ah, cheers. There we go. Hold on, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. One, two, three. Here we go. You Sarah. just call me out while you're drinking your one with the cranberry. Oh, I, I know, I know. I did that? not expect to be drinking straight vodka today. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> People are asking for you to be able to keep it down, Greg. I know. Yeah, I have, well, no, it's okay with this actually because I started. Uh, I did. I did a straight shot of vodka with our listener from Kazakhstan at the listener party. It actually wasn't that bad. Oh. I know, I know. <laughs> it kind of disturbs idea. me that it's not that bad. Um, all right, send us an email. Fun Employment Radio. Well, we can't leave the bottle unfinished, or else it's going to go bad. Oh yeah, you got that is true. Yeah, yeah, it does right. go bad. I know it's it's gonna be spoiled in like an hour. <laughs> Give us a call five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Go check out Next Adventure. Both stores, three stores, three stores, all stores. three stores. It's a trifecta of stores, if you will. It's a, tri- a trifecta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nextadventure.net. They are business partners for life. <laughs> they are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was pretty good. That was good. <laughs> you guys are awesome. And uh, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. And uh, tomorrow, Geek yes. in the City. Yes. Right here on Fun Employment Radio. Wow, that was real. Uh, good was stuff, that Greg. good? Was that good? Mm-hmm. You like that one? Mm-hmm. All right, that worked out. I think All we'll right. probably need more vodka. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you. Listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.